hello there. My name is Brandon. Welcome to San Angelo Time. San Angelo Time is the first domestic podcast brought to you by the San Angelos. This episode and future episodes have been edited to comply with ASCAP, BMI, and CSAC. We've edited these podcasts to ensure you're not missing out on any content. Thank you so much for your time, and thank you for listening to San Angelo Time. time is brought to you in part from listeners like you thank you and thank you here we are (laughs) back on san angelo time it is sunday uh january 24th yep 2021 how you doing 2021 i know still sounds weird and it and we're almost done with the month of january i know and as we come on to record the podcast we can say that uh, and of course by the time you're listening to it you already know You'll know who's in the Super Bowl, but we just we weren't really watching it, but it's on the TV. The Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers just defeated the Green Bay Packers uh, to go to Super Bowl 54, 55 this year. Because the Super Bowl is a year less than I am. So You're not supposed to tell your age. So it's Super Bowl 55 this year. Tom Brady, who left the New England Patriots. I'm, I know Sharon's eyes are glazing over here. You know who Tom Brady is, right? Yeah, I've heard of him. So he's won a bunch of Super Bowls. Well, he won them with the New England Patriots. Well, then he just he left this year and transferred, uh, got traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and he's going back to the damn Super Bowl. Is he really? Yeah, he's got to be kind of old by now. I think he's. I don't know if he's forty yet or not. I'm really? Not sure. Yeah. Well, I've heard his name like a lot, so I just yeah. assume he must be old. So now that's so he's going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will represent the NFC. We'll find out tonight who's going to represent the AFC, and it could be the Buffalo Bills because they're playing the Kansas City Chiefs tonight again. Anyone, My team, the Buffalo Bills. Anyone who's listening already knows. If, so yeah, you if already they know. Care. So, but I'm right now, not knowing, I'm excited that maybe Buffalo might. But I but it sucks because well because we, the Bills, the Tampa Bay, Tom Brady used to be play for the Patriots, right? Used to be in the same division as the Buffalo Bills. We had to put up with t- Tom Brady all the freaking time. Mm. And now, if we go to the Super Bowl, we're going to have to deal with his ass again. Mm. Okay. So Again, my eyes are glazing over. So, okay, well, so well, let's, ch- let's change topics. And now it's time for... It's time for San Angelo Time News. Like the big intro there for the news? Nice. Huh? Nice. Sounds very official, doesn't it? Yeah, we sound kind of professional. Like we actually know what we're doing? Kind of professional. See, we have a big news intro. We actually have, don't have a lot of news this no, week. No, so. no, no. I personally really don't have any news this past week. Nothing out of the ordinary uh-huh. happened. And I even look back, like every night I just write down a couple of blurbs from the day in, right. in this little calendar book I have. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Got a nothing going on. Nothing going on for me, but I have a question for you. Okay. All right. You already mentioned that today's date is January 24th. Today's January 24th, yes. Well, yesterday Mm -hmm. is kind of a special day. January 23rd is kind of a special day in our house. For some people, I guess, yeah. Well, I have a question for you. Okay. What does yesterday's date, January 23rd, what does that have in common 
with the famous 1980s Molly Ringwald movie, <laughs> 16 Candles. What does uh, yesterday have to do or have in common with the popular 80s movie, which starred the lovely Molly Ringwald, by the way, uh, 16 Candles? Uh, well, in that movie, 16 Candles, um, Molly Ringwald's sister was getting married, mm-hmm. and everybody forgot her birthday because she was turning 16 that year, right? Right. Because there was so much hubbub about the the uh, older sister's wedding, everybody forgot. I think her name was Samantha, Sam. Was, I think so. Everybody forgot Sam's wedding. I think. Or Sam's birthday. Her birthday. Right. Her birthday. But she did get felt up by her grandma. She did get felt up by her grandma. Yep, that's right. She did, uh, and she actually shared her panties with uh, with people and all sorts of stuff there. It's, 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 it was, uh, it was uh, a great 80s movie. It was uh, full of... Fun mm-hmm. and mayhem. Yep. Mm-hmm. But she did, yeah, people did forget her birthday yesterday. And whose who's birthday was, was yesterday, yesterday um, in our household? In our household. Uh, that would have been my birthday, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So let me just say, um, I have always, like, no matter whose birthday or important uh, dates, I have always reminded the kids. Kind of oh, like the keeper of the calendar. Don't forget, you guys, Grandma's birthday is coming up, mm-hmm. or uh, Grandma and Grandpa's anniversary. Mm-hmm. Well, my parents are both gone. Mm-hmm. I, always kids, try, I always try to remind them when it's your birthday. Our kids are grown now. They're mm-hmm. adults. Yeah. Holly's 22. In quotation marks. Holly's 22. Air quotes. Brandon's 25. Mm-hmm. Tony remembered your birthday. Tony did, actually. Tony reached out, and uh, uh, not only on Facebook... Uh, saying happy birthday to me, but actually I got a nice little uh, uh, FaceTime phone call with Tony yesterday, and mm-hmm. uh, we had a nice little time together on the phone, and that was great. Yes. Um, yes. But yeah, he was the only one. Yeah, well, I mean, Tony, honestly, on his own, wouldn't have remembered. Yeah, I mean, Tony... Yeah, Tony he did, has yeah. autism. Right. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the fact is, when, did his, actually, yeah. when his mother said, oh, it's Papa's birthday, he mm-hmm. was very happy to talk to you and mm-hmm. sing and mm-hmm. wish you a happy day. Mm-hmm. He did, and it was great, and it was very nice, yes. Yes. Uh, but I, this year, said, these kids, they're adults. Mm-hmm. Let's see if anybody remembers. The whole day went by crickets. Crickets. From them. I mean, I got a lot of, I got a lot of nice messages on Facebook from... Friends and family from around the world actually well, uh, sent Facebook me. Facebook does tell all of these people. But we should also mention that uh, both uh, Brandon and Holly are Facebook friends of mine, so they would have gotten the same reminder message. Well, obviously, though, they did not remember, so they didn't. But, 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 see, go but they got the same. Well, maybe they didn't go online. I would be very hard pressed to believe that for a second. It seems like well, neither I of them are. I think they go on like Twitter. I think they're Twitter oh, people. Okay, are they Twitter now? Is that what they are? I think so. I don't know. Whatever. But anyway, so... I do, but I want to... But before you go any further, I'm not offended. It doesn't bother me. Well, you say that on our podcast because you know they listen. I, no, I, I, I... Listen, listen. I And I think that it was smart for you not to remind them because I, I do think that the only way they're going to learn is to... You know, learn it on their own. Basically, you keep telling you keep telling them every year that it's my birthday. Doesn't make them force them to remember. You know, Brandon. Right. Said, Brandon said in the eleventh hour last night, "Oh, I can never remember any of this stuff." You know, so well. Well, so basically, I just I'm teaching a man to fish. 
Or just kids who remember their their parents' birthdays. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and FYI, so your mom's birthday, since your guys are listening, is April 10th, by the way. Can I um, point out uh, a few years ago, mm-hmm. Mar- um, Brandon, Brandon also forgot your birthday a few mm-hmm. years ago. Five Was it five years ago? I think that was a five. He year. was 21. So four years ago. I'm that was 21 like, years old. Yeah, living at home. Living at home. Going to sell you drugs. <laughs> but anyway, um, yes. So he also forgot your birthday and mm-hmm. it inspired him to create a video mm-hmm. for you that lives on YouTube. To this day. To and this you put day. it on Facebook and, it, and it's, a, it's a very funny video. And it's it was, hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's a hilarious video. Mm-hmm. Um, and every year I put it up on Facebook. I don't know how many people actually will take the time to watch it. Right. But it's hilarious. And I encourage them um, to watch Brandon sure. in, in this video. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, it's called Marky's Birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like when I go on YouTube, I just search it up. I just say, you know, I go on YouTube and I just type in um, Marky's Birthday, mm-hmm. Brandon Beck. Yeah, I think, and uh, I'll figure this out maybe after the fact, I think I might actually be able to put a link to it in the description on the podcast page. Oh, that would be awesome. I think. And I do encourage this video. It's hilarious. It's very funny. It's so funny. It's a little inappropriate, but that's okay. Well, it's Brandon we're talking about here. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Everyone will say, oh, these people say their son is so inappropriate. Mm -hmm. He is. But he's also the kindest. Oh yeah, and he he doesn't mean things. He's just very creative, and he's just a he he likes inappropriate stuff. I guess I don't know. He always did, even when he was little. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Oh, he was like, oh no, watch Family Guy, and I'm like Brandon. Oh, right. don't watch Family Guy. Oh, he would just wear me right down like and it wasn't just family guy it was other uh it was other shows like that and he was really too young for but that was but he just loved all that stuff right which explains a lot today now so it does it does but i mean i don't i understand our son is a little on the inappropriate side but he's hilarious he's very funny he's He's very creative yep so so, anyway. so, so, so he kind of, I guess I'll give him a little bit of a hall pass um, because, again, uh, I can actually pull up what time uh, he actually uh, sent the message here last so night. So it was before your birthday was over. I think I want to, um, yeah, it actually was. So um, at 8.53 last night. Uh, no, so no, 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 9.44. Okay, that's nine forty four, January twenty third. Because you sent a message out that said, "Did everyone forget Marky's birthday?" I wanted to wait a good while. I don't into, know what time you sent that message into the day. And so nine forty four, Brandon says, "I can't speak for everyone, but I did. But don't be surprised. It's not because I didn't care. It's literally because I don't keep track of time and literally hardly know anyone's birthday." He says, "He says so. Happy birthday." <laughs> um. And it wasn't until today, today at ten twenty on January twenty fourth, that I got a that the family we have a family chat on Facebook mm-hmm. that everybody's included in, where Holly says, "Oh fuck, happy birthday, Dad! I definitely didn't realize the date." So, 
Yeah. So, and then Brandon says you should put in your podcast how everyone forgot your birthday. And so we did. So we did. So, uh, uh, and then Holly also sent me a, a message earlier today. Uh, daddy, 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 I'm sorry I forgot your birthday. To which I replied, that's okay, I'll still send you some money. Because <laughs> today's Sunday and so, it's Holly's. It's Holly's allowance day. So. Allowance. Um, so there you go. So yeah, so uh, so I had a birthday yesterday. No big deal. I'm not upset that anybody forgot well, it. Why don't we just um, mention how did you spend your COVID birthday? Uh, a good chunk of it was spent at the radio station. Mm-hmm. Went to the radio station yesterday morning to, to voice track and thought I was going to get everything done, like by 11. Well, it wasn't that. You didn't. It well, that's what I thought I was good. No, that's, that was that the plan. I know, but it wasn't that so, late. But no, and it wasn't that late. But then I, my mom called, and I think I had a forty-five minute conversation on the phone with my mom and my stepdad on my birthday, which was fine. That was great. I mean, she called. She remembered my birthday because she's your mother. Because she's my mom, and then I did the rest, the rest she of my was work there. Mm-hmm. Um, then I came home, and then I went back to the radio station because. Um, is it retransitioning this other yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. This is because this is part of what is, I did yesterday. So it's a it's a good story too. Part of the news of the week. I it's a feel good story. So when um, I guess we backtrack a little bit. Um, last year when your mom was still with us, she wanted she really wanted a new car. Yeah, she did. She really wanted a new car. I kept telling her she had this 2013 Hyundai Elantra that she bought be, with her and Stan, your dad, before your dad passed Just away. Just before. And, I mean, literally, it's a, it's a seven-year-old car. It had, what, 16,000 miles on it, I, maybe? May, I don't think even that much. So I want to say, like, 14,000. Had, had hardly any miles on it. It's a seven-year-old car. Because my mom, like, she was the little old lady that mm-hmm. drove it to the sure. post office. Mm-hmm. So when they bought that car, they had a, two cars. They had a truck and a car. Uh, a, a Taurus and a Ford uh, truck uh, Ranger, a little Ford Ranger truck. Mm-hmm. Older cars had no hardly any miles on it. So we right. bought both of those vehicles from them. Right. Um, and Holly drove the truck for a while. I drove the Taurus. But then when, she was in high school. Yep. And at then that when, time. And then when she went to Butler, um, Indianapolis, not in Indianapolis, we ended up letting her take the Taurus down there. So yes, because. That little Ranger. Yeah, it's it was rear wheel rear... drive, and it's it's in know. the winter time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just were like, yeah, the. I'd rather the... Ever have a car than a truck. So so she's down there with a the car, um, down at the rich kid school, uh, with his two thousand two Ford Taurus that you know it again stood out in the parking lot for it, sure. It was it was maybe a little bit more noticeable because it was had some rust on it, you know, and and all the and other she never kids. Compl- she never complained. She never complained, but never they complained. all had like fancy. So Cars. so so. Anyways, your mom wanted a new car, and so Holly was kind of kind of. I think she kind of coaxed her into getting a new car because she thought she did because she thought if 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 Grandma gets a new car, then I can get the Hyundai Elantra, which is uh, again, it's a 2013. It's much newer. It's it's like 12 years newer than the other car, right? And right. again, it looks maybe I'll fit maybe in more in the, in the in crowd there at Butler because I'll have a nicer newer car. So well, it's a cute little car for sure. sure. And, um, <laughs> well, my mom just always wanted this. She wanted to buy a new car. Um, mm-hmm. My dad always talked her out of brand new. He'd say, get used, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and so she just wanted to buy a brand new car. Right. And you always said, oh, Twyla, that's 
Why do you need a new car? You basically have a new car a here. A brand new car is seven years old, but it's basically it's new. Basically brand new. So Holly called my mother, which I kind of suggested she probably should because right. because Holly needs a new car. Right. Um, and so Holly called my mother and... Okay, we should back up a little bit because we did find out that the Taurus, you know, even though it's still a good car, our mechanic guy said, I wouldn't send it down there just because traveling long distances and everything. I mean, it's an older car. It's The car's almost 20 years old. You know, you never know. You know, around town it's fine, but maybe long but trips honestly, it may not be, so... you know, like, because that car's always been... Um, we always have this guy look at it mm-hmm. just to make sure before we yep. send her back to Indy. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, honestly, it's my opinion that that car is still a super good little runner. It's mm-hmm. just that the body is starting to <laughs> so, so fall apart. So long story short, what we did was your mom got a new car. Holly got the Elantra. Um did you hear that? I just burped. No, I didn't hear that. So. Like you're looking at me like, what? Like, stop, <laughs> or, stop. I don't want to talk anymore. Um, no, so your mom got a new car. Holly got the Elantra. Um, and then I was driving the Taurus. Um, and we kind of put the, the, the truck away. So anyway, well, then your mom passed away. Not too long after yes. that. So yes. you want, so we kept the new car the that the, the escape that she had just got she just got yeah i think she probably only drove it like 3 times she she barely drove the car um i mean it only has like 4000 miles on it now and that's because when she got sick i put a ton of miles on it because mm-hmm. i was running here and running there right. and getting so, this and getting that so uh so anyway so holly's got the elantra so we ended up having way too many cars i'm now driving the the dodge avenger that sharon drove all the time yeah that was my which car. is which is a great car it's a 2011 and 2011. It's, it's got like 150 some thousand miles on it but it's still a great car right um so we had the taurus so, so now so we've got this taurus and and i feel right now like we just really went into a lot of great detail. So let's just kind of stop and take a breath and say, okay, so now that was the whole backstory. That's the backstory, yeah. So so anyways, we've had this Taurus and everything, and I put it on Facebook, you know, on the on the Facebook thing. A couple thing. weeks ago. Well, it's been longer than that. It's been Maybe a month? A I mean, at least a month. Um, i say three weeks ago. Yeah, about a month. Anyway, the uh, on the Brimley page where, you know, people could buy, you know, and I put $2,000 of best offer. Met a few people, you know, you know, kick the tires or whatever, you know, ask if it's available, but nobody has ever come to look at it. Well, then yesterday, a girl who graduated with Holly from high school, uh, Jade Osborne, had a friend who um, was looking for a car and had remembered that this car was on, you know, so she, and I know Jade from, you know, going to school with Holly and she used to work at the United Way, so I know her from that. Um, she reached out and that says the car's still available. I got a friend who's got, who would, you know, like to pay up. She only has $1,500 to pay for a car. She goes, would you take $1,500? I said, I, I would. Because Jade, you know, I know Jade. It's a friend of Jade's. I'm not, I don't really care about the money. I just want to, I'd like to just get rid of the car. Get it out of the driveway. Right. And, and get it to somebody who's going to use it. And then in my opinion, because it's an older car, and again, I mean, it's always been looked at. It's mm-hmm. a good car, but it's older. And I just wanted you to make sure to tell and and you're a good man i know you would on your own Mm -hmm. but the mom part of me is like 
just make sure to tell the truth about and I did. So, this car. So I t- I, we unearthed the car out of the, the driveway because it was in some snow. Got it. I took it to the radio station because I wanted to drive it to make sure and everything was fine. Yeah, it's a good car. Drove it to the radio station and I told Jade to bring her friend to the radio station and you know she could take a look at it there. So Jade brought her friend to the radio station. They took the car for a ride. She came back and said, she'd take it. I'm like, okay, great. So I had the title there with me. She came in the radio station. Um, and I kind of felt, you know, I mean, I could kind of tell that this person maybe was, I mean, she had the $1,500. And, and again, I said it wasn't about the money. She goes, I said, well, she goes, I said, well, how much do you want to pay? And she said, I'll pay you $1,400. i would really like to pay you only $1,450. I said, well, how about I take $1,200 then? Which was very kind of you. So, so she's like, really? She and she's like, oh, I really appreciate that. So right, right, mm-hmm. and and I personally am am happy that you did that. So so then you're she, helping someone. So she pulled out this wad of hundreds and she started counting out hundreds and she got to a thousand. I said that's enough, which was very kind. So I saved her five hundred dollars on the car. She was going to pay me five hundred fifteen hundred dollars. She only paid a thousand for it. I kind of felt like I did a good thing for that person. And, and you told me the story. I mm-hmm. felt very happy about that, too. Yeah. And it wasn't because I was, you know, I, I just, I just, again, it wasn't because of the money. The extra $500 to me wasn't a big deal. It probably meant more to that person than it would to me. Exactly. So, so I just, I just felt, to me, all I really want to do is sell this car so I don't have to worry about it anymore. And right. then somebody else can And then it, you so. got a good feeling for helping someone out. Mm-hmm. But the, because they didn't have a car. Right. Yeah. She was having a hard time getting to getting work. rides to work and everything. So the nice thing is, so today, today we're at the store at the grocery store and I saw the lady and I don't know if she recognized me or whatever, but I saw her and I said to Sharon, I said, I think that's the lady who bought Holly's car. And sure mm-hmm. enough, we saw it out in the parking lot. So yeah, so it was good. So she's got a car. She can get to the grocery store and yeah. she can get to work. And yeah. That's good. So I yeah, feel good about it. It was a super, super happy story. Sorry we had to go so long into the backstory of this car. Well, we really don't have anything else to talk about. But so. exactly. We hadn't really had a lot of news. So anyway. Um, I anything think else we, news-wise? Uh, no. On inauguration, when it, there was no big, uh, you know, they were worried about there was going to be. I uh, didn't think anybody really would. They thought there were going to be things at every state capital in the country, and there wasn't. There was not hardly anything. So I didn't think there. As, would as be far as I know, much. I didn't hear anything. So yeah, I didn't hear anything, but I didn't think there would be. No, I don't think so. So everything's fine, and he seems to be doing okay so far, and that's good. I hopefully, I, I hope the president has. I mean, I mean, I'm not. I I'm all for Joe Biden. I'm I'm in on Joe Biden. So well. I mean, you kind of have to be right now. Mm-hmm. If you're yeah. not, then what are you going to do? Yeah. So, so hopefully um, he does well. I do want to just mention that um, the Bernie meme. Oh, the Bernie memes. The Bernie. So I didn't even know. That's hilarious. Because I've been kind of avoiding the news lately, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden I just you know get online, and all of a sudden there's all these Bernie. Sa- but I you didn't even know it was Bernie. I didn't know what it was. I'm like, why <laughs> is this old man? Why mittens? is this? freezing cold old guy on everybody's like barbecues and you know like i knew mm-hmm. it was a meme but i didn't know what it was and i had to google it and find out but um it was bernie but anyway joe biden feeling this, the burn this was one of my favorite memes with <laughs> joe biden just somberly looking out the window and somebody had put on there i have mittens too that's, funny. that's hilarious <laughs> All right, well, maybe we should uh, take a break and then come yeah. back with Brandon's, um, what's his segment called? Oh, uh, we have a new intro for it. Uh, we'll, we'll play it for you here in just a bit. All right, Brandon's song is coming up here 
on San Angelo time. Smoking is no joke. <sighs> Hi, my name is Kip Kipler, and I'm here to tell you about the dangers of smoking. Every single year, X amount of Americans die from smoking. This isn't new. We've already known this. So why you keep smoking? Why you smoking for? Don't stop it. Science has shown that tobacco and tobacco-related stuff is addictive. And if you smoke it, then you're going to be addicted. And that's not good. Why don't you, instead of taking our word for it, listen to this distressed father. Excuse me, what's your name? My name is Kyle. Hi, Kyle. What, what is it with you? What, what, what's, what, why do you not like smoking? Smoking killed my son. Smoking killed your son? How old was he when he started smoking? He never smoked a cigarette in his life. He was shot. Smoking is stinky. Stop smoking. It's uh-oh, stinky. P.U. This has been paid for by the public health services. Stop smoking. P.U. I'm here, Timmy. Wanna find me? I'll give you a hint. Just downtown, you'll find us at the Sassy Cats Club. Open from 11pm to 2am, we're sure to give you the very best time. Our services include the very best music, only the best alcoholic beverages money can buy, and a whole, whole lot more. Costumes are encouraged. Our favorites are the strong axe-swinging lumberjacks, the very, very nasty cop, or the scrumptious, sweat-blessed Roman warrior, with all of us here, you're sure to get lost in the crowd, which is precisely the point. With our very large pits, sweaty atmosphere, red tinted lamps, you're sure to have a blast whoever I, wherever you find yourself in. Just don't go in the basement, unless you want to. Sassy Cats Club, only... Why don't you settle in? Maybe get a cup of coffee? Have a nice warm blanket on your lap? Maybe sit by the fire? We really do hope you're comfortable. Thanks for listening to San Angelo Time. Sorry, there you go. I yeah. think we need to check on that commercial. It seems to have. Yeah, I don't know what's a, like a false edit there or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I mean, that, I so. think that's the second time that happened. But, yeah. oh, those commercials are hilarious. I know we always use the same ones. So, hint, hint. To our sponsors, mm-hmm. they should maybe give us a new commercial. Sure. Hey, we're back here on San Angelo time, and you know what time it is, huh? What time is it? Now it's time for Brandon's Wacky Song of the Week. Yeah, it's time for Brandon's Wacky Song of the Week. And this week, the song is called White. And it's by a group called the Left Rights. Yeah, and... Um, He's got a little thing I'm going to read. Yeah, he, he wants us so, to explain. White is the second track on the Left Rights album, Bad Choices Made Easy, released in 2010. The Left Rights is a side project from the much more popular band, Mindless Self-Indulgence. Well, we know who that is, though. Yeah. That's one of Brandon's favorite groups, Mindless Self-Indulgence. Well, are they still, though? I don't know, but he's got a tattoo on his back. He them, put so. that tattoo on his back. He was like 18. Anyways, uh, White is one of the least offensive songs to come out of this album, only slightly controversial due to its social commentary. Uh, the best verse to come out of the song is, The only thing better than Star Wars is a guitar solo from 1984. And the best line out of the song is, Oh yeah, this is better than standing still at a Radiohead concert. Hmm. 
He says, goes on to say, you should be thanking me that I picked this song out of the album. Brandon's Wacky Song of the Week has been moved over to its official Spotify playlist. Check out the link in the description and you'll be able to find it. It's a little risque, so it's 18 plus, okay? Alright. Well, I mean, it's a project from mindless self-indulgence. So, right. I mean, I suppose it, that's probably normal for them. So that was a... Uh... Now it's time for Brandon's Wacky Song of the Week. So that was Brandon's Wacky Song of the Week, all right? A wacky Song of the Week. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks yeah. for... Uh... So, uh, yeah, thanks for that one. Well, no, I appreciate that he likes, you know, to investigate something and and mm. get us to listen to things that we never would otherwise hear. Yeah, I don't know that we would uh, definitely listen to that song. So. Yeah, I appreciate uh, his his input uh, mm-hmm. as a young person. Right. So now what time is it? Well, is- I know what time it is now. It's my favorite. It's time for the Black Flashback Song of the Week. This is the Sharon and I's uh, flashback songs where I don't, we don't really have a, a method to our madness and picking these songs. Yeah, we just pick songs we like from back in the day. And this, these ones actually were both earwigs of ours this week, right? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, my song, I totally picked it because it was stuck in my head. Yeah. Even though I tried, I really, really, really wanted to pick a song by the band uh, Fastball. Yeah. Is that their name? Fastball? I don't know. I think that's what I think that's what they're called, yeah. Yeah. I uh, they're a band from the 90s and they actually still exist. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they play smaller venues now. Right. Uh-huh. Well, now COVID, they're not playing anything, but Right. But yeah, I couldn't. I I had to I had to pick a song that was running through my brain as mm-hmm. did you. Right. So um do you want to do yours or mine first? So Let's do yours first. We're sorry to interrupt your broadcast. The Flashback Song of the Week has been moved over to our official Spotify playlist. Check out the link in our description. We'll meet you there. There you go. That's cool. <laughs> there. Out, go the, out goes the song. But honestly, I mean, hearing that again it's a fun song it's fun it brings you back just pat travers reminds you of days gone by yeah that's a good song that's a lot of fun yeah you don't don't get a lot of part you know uh, you know audience participation songs like that that's a that's that's a fun one so right all right so uh so that was my song what's your song well my song since you know joe biden is president now Mm -hmm. i let's and this isn't why I picked it. I just picked That's actually, it. Would have been, you could have just said that. That would have been actually a really good lead-in for it, you know? Yeah, but it's not. I picked it because it was Honesty, in my you head. You have to be honest. You, you, you says, you just, oh, this is a... This hey, is we got a, a new president this week, so I decided to pick... The Presidents of the United States. Is that how they go, or is it well, of America? The Presidents of the United States of America. Okay. Right here. So, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the Weird Al version... Is just as good as the the original. You think so? 
So yeah, Weird Al is awesome. Oh yeah, Weird Al is is really good. Um, I I like Weird Al. We've seen him plenty of times. Plenty before. of times. Uh, with the kids, um, the kids got to meet him. They got, mm-hmm. got pictures autographs. signed by oh. him. Yeah, a... Oh, yeah! You should tell that little story. How like? Oh, we got a commercial here. Uh... So we had a picture. We mm-hmm. the kids got their pictures taken with Weird Al when they One were year. like, I don't know how old they were. So uh, I just want to go on a record to say, uh, Weird Al should be inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh my God. Yes, I agree. I know that now there are a lot of artists that uh, should be inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I know that there's um, uh, people advocating for various bands, but I know that there is an effort actually out there to get Weird Al inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And oh, I didn't know that. He absolutely deserves it. He, he does. Because he's a, so good. A his band is probably one of the best bands I've ever seen. They are so tight and so spot on. Right. With their parody songs and everything. Right. And, and and it's not just the different genres that they play. I mean, they love everything from Michael Jackson to the President of the United States of well, America to, to anything. I mean, it's, right. It's a, it's a, I was to rap, just going to say the Hamilton thing, but I don't think that... Is that his whole band or is that I'm assuming just him? It's, I'm assuming it's his whole band. I don't know. That might be a... Re- he might have... I don't, I don't know how that worked, but... um. He's done, you know, like like Amish Paradise. I mean, oh my God, that it's was a great song. So it's, good. But it's like you know, I mean, for for him to be able to tap in, and the thing about Weird Al too is that there's a lot of there's very few artists that when Weird Al picks up the phone and says, "Hey, I want to do a parody of your big hit," there's very few that say no. There have been a few. Coolio said no. Coolio said no, but, but was, he didn't know it. But now, I mean, I mean, I I think that I think that that um, Weird Al should definitely be in the Rock and Roll. I agree. But um, so yeah, he came back, and oh, you're going back to the, oh, yeah, yeah so, the uh-huh. story I didn't finish, but Sorry. but he came back to town, and we had the pictures that we had taken with Weird Al, and he signed them. So mm-hmm. that was very cool. Yeah, he signed them, and and the and the kids have them. I I know Holly's is in her bedroom right now. Yeah, so. it's still here. But you know, I mean, so that's kind of cool. I mean, you know, and and she was really excited to 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 meet him when she met him. I remember taking her out to the bus to. Well, she was nervous at that concert though because when she was a little girl, she well, saw she's the. Love we- you telling that story, by the way. Huh? She's gonna love you telling that story, by the way. Well, she was little. She was like three, and she saw the Weird Al video where. Uh, it was Jurassic Park. And Barney's head got bit off or whatever. But it was claymation. I wasn't right. even thinking that it would traumatize. traumatize but literally, it traumatized well, one of the, her. One of the times we saw him in concert, when that song came up, she flipped, and I actually had to take her out when we sat out in the hallway. She was school. older, you know, a lot older, but yeah. the trauma was still there. It was yeah. like PTSD for sure. Train saying hi? Well, at least this time it's a train and not the cats. Right. Well, we fed the cats. <laughs> fed yeah. the cats. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so those are our songs, uh, flashback songs of the week. Yeah. Uh, so I think we'll uh, take another break. We've got about 20 minutes left. We've got a, a topic we're going to talk about here yeah. uh, in just a bit, and I think that'll probably eat up a, a good- It probably will. <laughs> at least 20 minutes. So, uh, uh, so we'll do that. We'll come back and uh, have our What Are We Watching This Week coming up next. 
Beck's Baked Beans has been a family-owned, honest baked bean company since 1923. Our secret family recipe has been perfected from decades of love and craftsmanship. Only wholehearted, healthy ingredients go into our vast variety of flavors. Beck's Baked Beans prides itself on being the best baked bean company, offering the finest ingredients while also offering the lowest price. A company moral standard since the first can of baked beans was canned by Beck himself. Perfect for family gatherings around the barbecue, a delicious breakfast for the kids before school, or even late night at a bonfire with your closest friends. We hope you choose us. Beck's Baked Beans, the finest beans around. Manufacturing, producing, marketing. We mean business at We Do Business. Project the market, tell our shareholders. They mean business at We Do Business. Group meetings, inflation, hard cheddar, cash money, Buddha, big bucks, money means business at We Do Business. Mergers, mass layoffs, killing corporate spies and sipping under the rug. Death means business at We Do Business. Do business with us at We Do Business. Look at my baby! Get this crazy man off the streets! But lately, I've been drifting aimlessly. <laughs> and now it's time for What Are We Watching? It is time for our segment, What Are We Watching? We talk about things that we've watching on TV. I like that new open that you, you like made. The, yeah. It reminds me of olden days with the like those uh, remote controls that mm-hmm. you actually they've connected to the TV by a cord. Oh, maybe yeah. I know that they had that when they had friends on Seinfeld, but no, yeah. no. By that time, it was probably just well, regular know. remote control. Yeah, right. Yeah, so so it's time for a, what are we watching? And uh, we could talk about this uh, this segment because we actually just finished watching it this Today, afternoon. Um, so I just want to mention um, this young lady that was with us uh, mm-hmm. at work mm-hmm. this past few weeks. She actually started um, the same day or the same week that I started with Dr. Kristoff. And she, um, her name's Shelby. Mm-hmm. She's from Minnesota. And Minnesota. she's... And that's how she says it, but I think she's just saying it, like, to be funny. Mm -hmm. But she's a PA student, and I was sad because her last day was this past week. But anyway, I had asked her, you know, what are you, like, streaming or watching or whatever? And she she told me about this show. So we decided to watch it. And it was on uh, Netflix, and it's called The Keepers, which, again, doesn't really tell you a lot of... What it's about, but uh, the the it's a, a docu series. Docu, yep. So about seven seven episodes, I think it was an hour or so each. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's the story of this. Um, what it's told very well. Oh yeah, it's told really Just well. The but the way it's a, they put everything. But the story the the the, the, uh, the story is about this nun in Baltimore who was killed back in nineteen sixty nine. She was a teacher at a at an all a Catholic girls school, and um, as they're talking about this, they also reveal that there was a lot of uh, uh, 
sexual abuse of these these girls by uh, one of the priests that worked there. So yeah, and as the story goes on, <laughs> there's all kinds of all kind like this story just gets deeper and deeper. And, and the thing is, is that um, I, first of all, I thought it was really well done. Unfortunately, a lot of the players that I mean, it happened so long ago. A lot of the people, obviously, the nun has passed away. She was killed. Uh, the priest that's been accused of of, of the uh, sexual assaults, uh, there is actually two of them. They're both dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of the people, a lot of the people that are involved in this story, have passed away. So right. so it's a lot of uh, there. There obviously some of the the girls that were abused by the priest are, are still alive and telling their right. story and everything. And they're they're older women. Yeah, I mean, they're women, and there's I mean, they would have been in high school in the 60s, 69 it was. So, 69. I mean, so some of these people graduated 69, 70, so they're obviously, they're, they're in their 60s and 70s now. Um, but, you know, I, I guess, and, and we'll talk more about whatever you want to talk about. I guess, overall, I guess the one thing that really was affected me is how, again, and, and there's no reason to, d- to doubt this woman's story. I mean, you know. Right. The uh, Jane Doe. Yeah. The Jane Doe lady who was talking about this, just this horrific um, uh, sexual abuse that she had to endure at the, at the hands of this priest um, was, I mean, it was terrible. She, it sounded, you know, from what it, the way it worked and everything, you know, she had gone to confession and confessed that apparently she had been uh, uh, sexually abused by an uncle, right? Which I, which apparently seemed as that was the in that this priest used now. To, yeah, but it wasn't the priest that. No, it wasn't. It, it wasn't, was a different priest. It was a different priest, but I mean, so it, that was the in that the priest used to now continue the sexual assault in the name of God. Which again, as a as a Catholic, it's so abhorrent. It was. It was. You it can't was, even imagine. It was just beyond. I mean disgusting it, it was horrible now again the man's not alive to defend himself exactly. so i mean so I, I you know but i mean i don't discount what this lady said no i after watching the whole series mm-hmm. i think she was absolutely telling oh, I'm, I, her story i think that sure. in her re- memories which mm-hmm. um she suppressed for years like she mm-hmm. didn't even know and there the, were other people that corroborated her story as far as not so much what specifically happened to her, but what happened to them at this right. at this at the this same count. time or, and the same priests yeah. and um, apparently this one priest was like um, he had ends with the cops and and you right. know like other... his brother was a cop his brother was on the police force there in Baltimore so it was just this it, it's such an in depth story it just goes from from you know the murder of a nun to sexual abuse and the mm-hmm. the thing that just kind of shocked me the most is that the archdiocese from this document i just want to say this is this was netflix documentary mm-hmm. from their point of view the archdiocese just tried to sweep everything under the rug right and they from the, their point of view, like this whole thing just went from one thing to the next to the next, and and they they denied so much. Right. And so after watching the show, I was very curious because I mean, I'm a Catholic. I love my faith. 
I love my church. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to church right now because of COVID. Right. Um, but I love everything about, you know, what all of this stuff means to me. And, sure. he, and you and I have both heard, I'm sure everyone's heard about, you know, bad people who sometimes sneak into churches and mm-hmm. become priests or you know, people who are around little children. And, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately, that stuff happens. Sure. Um, but I did go online and I looked. Um, the Archdiocese of uh, Baltimore, yep. they have their own web page uh, just donated to this. Dedicated to this? Yes, dedicated, donated, <laughs> same thing. All right. Um, so it's um, uh, the web page is... Uh, the www that we're not supposed to say anymore, Archbalt, A-R-C-H-B-A-L-T dot org. Right. And it's their FAQ page for the keepers because, you know, it's only fair to give them. Well, I think I think that, yeah, I, I think that um, they don't do themselves any, any, you know, justice by throwing up the roadblocks that they did for these people and everything. I mean, obviously, so so the way this whole story comes about is that there's a um, these two women who are were students of this teacher, this uh, sister, was Kathy. Kathy? Sister Kathy. Sister Kathy. Kathy who got, Selznick? Selznick, I guess their name was, yeah. I'm guessing. The one who got murdered. Um, and years later, these women are trying to find out because they really liked Sister Kathy. They wanted to find out. What, who who killed, murdered her? So, you know, and and as the as the layers of the onion are getting peeled back, that's way deeper than just this murder of this nun and everything. There's right. a lot of other cover up going on, and there's these different you know different people that are you know, saying they were involved or whatever, and and you never really get a sense of you really know exactly what happened, and you no, probably never will. No, and but what I liked about the story, the way they told it, pretty much everybody got to have their say. Well, everybody was given the opportunity to say something. I mean, just some people chose not to say anything. So Right. And the church, um, they said that um, that the producers of the show mm-hmm. did not give them a chance. But the producers of the show, they all say that they did, but the church decided not to talk to them. Right. So who knows? Who but knows? But the story is fascinating. Mm-hmm. It's so, like, it sucks you right in. Yeah. And... um it's. I would say it was really well done. It was um, interesting. It was uh, the only thing I didn't like about it was <laughs> the music would lull me to sleep every night. I would end up falling. There was this. There was this lull music and everything. We would we would watch it like during the week after work, and I'd be like, I inevitably would fall asleep because it has been a long day. So it was kind of nice to finish it up today during the day when I wasn't tired and wasn't falling asleep. So. Um, yeah, it was good, and I, I think that it's um I think it's a, a it's an unfortunate story. It's a it's, terrible it's, story. It's, it's um it's you know it's. But I totally recommend yeah. the the series. Yeah, I think you should watch it. I mean, I mean, you know, and and I don't think that you know I don't know that I mean because I know that there's been a lot of issues with the Catholic Church and everything, and that's unfortunate. But the Catholic Church is is, is a very big organization, right? And some some bad people get through. I mean, well, you know, it's like. Boy Scouts, you know, same kind of thing. Sure. And I mean. But that doesn't mean that everybody, every priest is a bad priest. Not every, not every nun is a bad nun. No. You know, not everybody that, you know, that, 
you know, is is Catholic is 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 abused. So right, um, there's a lot of people that you know that have been, and there's many more people that have. Right. So. To me, this isn't a story about oh, the Catholic Church is bad. It's not a story like that. There was like a few that. times that I kind of felt that that's what they were trying to say. That's I think that's what they were trying to say, but I think it's more against this one particular diocese. Um, well, it's it's tough. and it's I a mean, big city. That's I mean again, you didn't grow up in the Catholic Church, and I no, did. I didn't. And, and and the Catholic Church obviously has changed over the years. I mean, even before I was born, but Catholic. I mean, and and they kind of alluded to this a little bit in the story is that you know back in the day. The Catholic Church was everything to that community. I mean, everything in the community revolved sure, around the Catholic sure. Church. Well, they did, they did state that. Yeah, all, I'm just saying all the people who were and involved. And it's not, it's not that way so much now. So I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that back in the day, the priests in the Catholic Church, you know, in your local parish, were extremely powerful men in the in their community. I mean, yeah. they were. They were um, they were leaders in your community. I mean, I, right. I, they were in our town when, right. you know, when we grew up and everything. I mean, Father McDonald was a member of the country club. He golfed all the time. Everybody knew Father McDonald. I mean, everybody, everything. And Father McDonald never, as far as I know, never abused anybody. Right. Um, I'm not saying that, but I'm just no. saying. But he was a very powerful man in our town. No, and I mean, I watched this show and I totally understood that that's what they were trying to say in this town, in, mm-hmm. in Baltimore, mm-hmm. in that day and age. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, I don't know that obviously there's, there's many more... Um, Christian organizations out there that aren't that are called them that are churches that aren't part of the Catholic Church and everything. Whereas, you know, you were either back then you were Catholic, you were Presbyterian, you were Lutheran, mm-hmm. or you were Methodist. There was nothing else. You didn't have right. any other option. You know, okay, well maybe you were in our town. I'm just saying that's that's the way it was in Newark. So um, you didn't. You, there we might have had. There might have been some Jewish people there. I didn't know any. There might have been Muslim people there. I didn't well, know those either. So I'm just saying, you know, that those were the that those were the cornerstones of the community. Right. So. Well, um, they were saying that you know Baltimore was huge Catholic, sure. mm-hmm. huge Catholic, sure. absolutely. And sure, you know, I was kind of curious with all these people's stories. Like, where were their parents? You know. Well, I mean, the, I mean, again, the parents a lot of times didn't know. I mean. I could tell you some stuff here, you know. I mean, how deep you want me to go here? No, we don't have to go too deep. But you know, but I'm just saying. You know, but I, I mean, don't want to say, you know, because I really was fascinated by this show. I mean, like I'll probably watch it again, mm-hmm. but I don't want to say, you know, anything bad about no, the no, Catholic faith. No, no. I, and I, and I, so I guess I'm trying to say is that I don't know that it's that that story is reflective of what the Catholic faith is all about. It's it's a, 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 a it's more about men than. Faith and it's, this it's, story. It's about it's about not just men, men but going uh, humankind. I mean, I mean, just people people that were unchecked, that were uh, given great amount of power and abused that power. You know, which, hugely abused. You know, and, and again, which <laughs> happens, which happens outside of religion as well. So, um, so yeah, I don't, I, I don't think it's a, it's a, it's a, all of a sudden, it's a, saying that the, the Catholic Church is bad, and, and I, I didn't feel that about this, but I do no. feel that that there is some scarring obviously on the catholic church because it's it's the catholic church is so big that i think that you know it where it maybe has happened it's just gotten more publicity and everything so it's a little bit of a, a scar on, on the catholic church and everything and i but i think that the catholic church has more recently 
been very positive about dealing with it. Whereas yeah. before, because there was the again the church was so powerful and everything, they didn't want to lose their power. I mean, it was. I mean, you go back in history and everything. And you look at the history of the Catholic Church. I mean, you know, with the uh, uh, the uh, Inquisition and everything. I mean, mm-hmm. there's 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 things you know where the Catholic Church had huge power that was not necessarily was men abusing that power back in you know in at different times throughout history and everything so i think that now there's been a little bit more reconciliation within the church about its past and everything right and, no i agree i agree um and again you can't again people make mistakes and everything but i mean just because you know, a, a person in this organization makes a mistake doesn't mean the whole organization is exactly. Is that's that's my whole point too. This this um, that time and the the priest and and his contacts in mm-hmm. that city they weren't all clergy. They were different. Sure. Well, and again, if you were to accuse the you. It wasn't just the church, though. That's my my no, whole no, no, thing. No, no, it was right, all if... kinds of different. It was the police. It was firemen. It was well because you're in a Catholic community. I'm sure I would say the majority of the police were probably Catholic. Right, right. But but yeah. So like, I definitely think that um, the archdiocese uh, should definitely get a chance to explain their position. But it's like we all say, oh. It was the 80s, you know, to explain everything away from our generation. Right. I think the Archdiocese um, of Baltimore was kind of like, well, it was the 70s. Well, and the thing, the hard hard part for me, too, was the fact that a lot of those people, um, the long-term effects, and they kind of alluded that towards the end, where people, a lot of people maybe committed suicide or went to alcoholism or, um, you know, had, had drug problems or whatever. As a direct result of the abuse that they oh, exactly. had to ha- that they endured at the hands of uh, these these trusted ter- trust these terrible people and everything that the, were put in put in positions of trust. I mean, trusted adults. Sure. I mean, you've, we've heard of coaches that that's happened with coaches or teachers or other people that are put in you know in positions of authority where they're go unchecked. And, and again, back in the day, if you accused the priest of doing something. Nobody would have believed you. The priest was the priest in the church was a revered person. I mean, he was like, you know, a lot of times you would think he was as close to God as you possibly right. could get. He you was know? kind of the face of God sure. for a lot of people. He would never do anything like that. He's 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 you know he's you know he's representing God. God would right. never do that to you. So yeah, but they're human. But that's the problem is they're human people. It's humans. That's what the story's yeah. about. It's about corrupt people with power and. Mm-hmm. And um, it was sad. It was, I felt really bad, especially for that one uh, Jane Doe lady that um, I mean, the stories that she told, I mean, were I mean, for her to be able to recount some of the st- stuff that she endured. I mean, God love her for having the uh, the ability to be able to say that stuff in public because it was it was sickening. It was disgusting. Well, that's another point of the story was the like the archdiocese. They were like. Well, why didn't these people come forward? I just told you why. Because nobody would have believed them. They, they would didn't have been scared want to death. To, but that's my point. That's what they were saying. Like, oh, there should be, you know, what's that 
seven year thing or whatever. What's that called? Oh uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, like a little bit of a area where all of a sudden you can't do it anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I know what the legal was, term is. Whatever. The but, yeah. church was kind of like, well, you know, you people should have came out at the time, and you know, but again, these people, it's happening, and they, and they alluded to this too. Well, these people were of an age where even if you gave them a seven year grace period or whatever. To come, you know, they're still young. I mean, they're, you know, it's like right. you know, a lot of these people don't reckon, you know. But that's that's what the what the church's point was. I understand that they I mean, were mm-hmm. they were like, uh, no, you you know, like you guys can't just come at us now and say, oh. But that's not true because I mean, you know, you look at look at uh, people that do murder cases and everything. There's no. Statute of limitation is what yeah, the, the, the of term that we were looking for there. There's no statute of limitations on murder. So there should, I mean, something like this, there should be no statute of limitations. I agree. Well, I don't think there really is, but I think that was a lot of their um, defense mm-hmm. in, the, you know, well, we, you know, I think that's what they were trying to say. But anyway, I could go on, on forever. I'll probably watch this again. I don't know if I'll watch it again just because, I mean, it was. It, some of it was hard to watch. Um, it was very hard to watch. You know, I, I, you know, I mean, maybe down the road I'd watch it again. So, but yeah, I'm not going to watch I, it. I, tomorrow. I just really felt bad. I felt bad that there was there was there was a lot of resolution I wanted of a lot of these stories and everything, and there was no resolution. But again, it was because it's a case that's over 50 years old and everything, and there's just you know the people that have the answers are you know six feet underground, so right. you're, you're not going to get those answers. Right. So. I, Although we did re- we I did read uh, after we I mean interrupt. Um, the, uh, they did, um, exhume the priest's body, mm-hmm. uh, Father Maskell there. Um, cause this, this, uh, that we should say that this came out in 2017. Right. So this is like, you know, four years old. Um, but subsequently they have, uh, um, uh, exhumed his body and found that the DNA at the murder site did not match his. Right. His DNA did match, but that doesn't mean he didn't direct that woman to get Exactly, murdered, so. and I was not surprised. Because he kind of seemed like the guy that would have somebody else do his dirty work. Right, and yeah. I I wasn't surprised just by based on what people uh, were remembering. They weren't remembering that it was Father Maskell. They were remembering some crazy guy named Bob. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a it's a bizarre story, and it's a sad story, and it's a and unfortunately a true story. Yeah, at yeah. least true in people's memories. So, and it's good. I mean, I, I give those two ladies that were kind of the uh, the investigating it on their own accord and everything because just because of their love of this. They loved run, Sister Kathy. You know that they they wanted to get to the bottom of it, and I hope that you know they feel. I don't know if they feel like they've got resolution if they're still fighting to to try to find more information, or they've just said this is as far as we can go. I, I mean, but I God love their tenacity and everything because yep. they've they've worked hard to get to you know to the point that they're at. So yep. It's a good show. It's a good show. It's, I, it's it was definitely. No, we really need something else to watch. Yeah, because that just sucked us we right just, in. We finished that. We've got Cobra Kai done. We're on the last season of Alias now. So my God, we got to find something. We've got another like twenty episodes of. We Alias. will though. It seems like we always find something like right at the time we need to. We're still watching the Star Trek Discovery, so that's good. Yep. We're gonna watch. A, oh, one of us is gonna watch football here in a little bit. So. Yeah, that's not going to be me. Luckily, we're a household with two televisions. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add? That was about it. So no, no, I think um, 
I think good we, stopping point. Yeah. All right. So uh, there you go. That's a that's a San Angelo time for this week. Uh, we'll be back uh, next Sunday with um, more fun stuff. Next Sunday, we'll know who's in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So Sharon will give you her picks next week as to who's going to win Super Bowl Fifty Five. Ooh, I can't wait to guess that one. <laughs> uh, that and uh, what else is going on? Anything else coming up in the upcoming week for you? No, not really. Um, mm. Oh, well, one nice thing is that um, even though I love working at Meyer Fast Care, I work at two offices, mm-hmm. um, but next week I'm not going to be at Fast Care, and that's important because I really need, at, at Sue Women's, I really need these other nurses to teach me a couple of things that mm-hmm. I don't have any clue about. So I'm going to be there okay. at Sue Women's, so right. yay. Cool. Good deal. All right, that's it for San Angelo time. Thanks for uh, tuning in. We'll uh, get it out of here for today. Yeah. Thanks for to Brandon thanks. for his wacky song there. And, and thanks for listening to us just ramble on thanks this for, week. Thanks to everybody who get, did give me birthday wishes. Uh, I do appreciate those. That was very nice. We're going to go eat dinner, and we still got some birthday, birthday cake. Birthday cake. Get some birthday cake. and um, That's it. Have yeah. a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. We're sorry to see you go. Why don't you join us again next week? We post at Angela Time every Sunday, and we sure do hope you can make it. Thank you.